presented by Amazon. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalin. It's Friday, and this is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Here's something you might have missed yesterday. A shouting match erupted on the Senate floor after the vote to delay the debt limit for two months. Senators John Thune and Mitt Romney confronted Majority Leader Chuck Schumer after he lambasted Republicans in a floor speech right after the vote. Despite immense opposition from Leader McConnell and members of his conference, our caucus held together and we pulled our country back from the cliff's edge that Republicans tried to push us over. They thought Schumer should have been more gracious after they threw him a small lifeline. It's worth noting Romney voted to filibuster the extension. Senator Lindsey Graham told Playbook It's All Sour Grapes, quote, listen, they kicked our ass and we have no one to blame but ourselves. As for Schumer, a source who knows him well said, quote, he's not gracious, he's from Brooklyn. It's no secret that Donald Trump's endorsements have been impulsive, and it looks like he jumped the gun again by giving an early nod to Sean Parnell in the open Pennsylvania Senate race. Republicans we talked to in Washington and in Trump world are worried since the news broke this week that Parnell requested a gag order on his wife Lori and her lawyer during their custody battle. Shortly after Trump endorsed Parnell in September, his rival Jeff Bartos revealed that his estranged wife filed two protective orders against him in 2017 and in 2018. Both were expunged, but some Republicans worry that there may be more shoes to drop. Here's the thing, it's happened over and over. Trump endorses a seriously flawed candidate early in the primary race, even though he's been accused of domestic abuse already, like in the case of Herschel Walker in Georgia, or faces such allegations soon after, like in the case of Max Miller in Ohio. Miller and Walker deny the accusations. There's also Eric Greitens in Missouri running for a Senate seat. He resigned as Missouri governor over an affair in blackmail claims. Trump hasn't endorsed him, but he has a team stacked with former Trump staffers. Trump endorsed Parnell, a former Army Ranger, last month in the midst of the Afghanistan withdrawal when Parnell was a regular on Fox News. Trump's team said they did a full vetting of Parnell, including a criminal background check, but added that divorce issues wouldn't surface in such a check because of the privacy of those records. An operative on an opponent's team, however, said they discovered the protective orders within three days. People close to Trump say the problem is twofold. He's not putting enough money into his vetting operation, and he ultimately does whatever he wants. Trump also seems to think that other politicians share his Teflon Don ability to shut scandal. Said a source in Trump world, quote, They make hasty decisions that are not thought out or well-researched. All it does is confirm lessons that we've known all along, that no one is in control. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the President's Daily Brief. At 11.30, the President will deliver remarks on the September jobs report. At 2.30, Biden will receive the weekly economic briefing. And at 6.15, the President will depart the White House for Wilmington, Delaware. Here's what's on the Vice President's calendar. At 9.35, Vice President Kamala Harris will depart D.C. to head to Newark, New Jersey. There, she'll participate in a roundtable conversation on the importance of federal investment in child care. She'll also tour a vaccination site. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 2.30. The Senate is in today. The House is out. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. It is the last call on the Politico podcast listener survey. If you don't fill it out, I'm going to assume you hate the show and you want me to turn it into stuff about true crime and ghost history in D.C. That doesn't sound too bad. You can catch a link at politico.com slash pod survey. That's politico.com slash P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E. EY. For more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. 
Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's senior producer of audio. The executive producer and head of audio is Irene Noguchi. I'm Rogu Manoval, and have a great weekend. We're out Monday for the holiday, so we'll see you first thing Tuesday morning. The federal minimum wage has been stuck at $7.25 an hour since 2009. In the same time, food and beverage costs have increased 18 percent, transportation costs up 16 percent, housing costs up 23 percent, and medical costs up 32 percent. In 2018, Amazon introduced a starting wage of at least $15 an hour for all U.S. employees. A new, independent study found that Amazon's wage increase produced a 2.6% increase in the average hourly wage among other employers in the same market. Learn more at aboutamazon.com slash 15.